0: Transition hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Ghosts of Saltmarsh, the Isle of the Abbey, part two. So, previously on our wonderful sailing adventure, I will get to that in a moment because I realized I have a whole spiel I normally do, at the beginning of these episodes, such as, today is September 12th, 2019, and you are loved. That is something that I like to tell everyone at the beginning of every single show that we do here on the channel, which is Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, We have all sorts of ways set up for you guys to help support the channel, other than having obviously come here and shown your support. Uh, We have ways that we can catch you up, such as Ayo and Annabelle! That's how you read your name. If you go to youtubecom slash indoor adventures or anywhere where you can find audio casts, also at slash indoor adventures, uh, you will find all of our backlog for not only Ghosts of Saltmarsh, but also Curse of Strahd, our homebrew game, and the entirety of our water deep dragon heist playthrough, all available for free for you guys. However, uh if you feel like supporting the show we also have a patreon set up where we have an after show called nights in the courtyard at patreon.com slash indoor thank you so much our squee for the host you are a wonderful friend uh we also have now two merch stores uh because streamlabs Uh, has decided to change the way that they do their merch, so currently if you go to bit.ly slash adventuremerch, you can find yourself what is soon to be limited edition merch because we are migrating away from Streamlabs and going to Teespring. Uh, mostly because Teespring is actually much cheaper and offers a ridiculous number of patterns. We already have merch set up on that Teespring, and the only way, currently... Uh, That you can find it is by being a member of our discord. So uh, consider joining us there Uh, Thank you, AQ for the raid Uh, Yeah, so if you are interested in possibly picking up some merch consider going to Bit.ly slash adventure merch find yourself something nice so let us begin. It currently says, Dingo, that you are playing Omen. This is, however, not the case. Who are you going to be playing today?
1: Uh, I'm not playing Omen or Ham. Uh, I'm playing. Uh, I'm Dingo. I use she, her, and I am playing Hish Sungard, the half orc fighter who uses he, him pronouns.
0: Excellent. And Cyber, who are you playing?
2: Hi! I'm Cyber. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Albus the Galastra Bard. Apollon,
0: who uses he, him as well. Excellent, and Kylan, who are you playing?
3: Hi everyone, my name is. Uh, uh, <gasps> hi Reeves.
0: <laughs> That's not your name at all.
3: <laughs> You're right, it's not. But Reeves is here. <laughs> howdy, howdy. Uh, okay. Hi everyone. I am Kylan. Uh, I play Jill Fan Lyrandar. She is the half-elf cleric of Tharsden, um, and we both do she, her.
0: <laughs> All right, and Reeves, who are you playing tonight?
4: Oh, hey, uh, I'm Reeves here just in the nick of time, and I'm playing Omen Dark, who's often there just in the nick of time, and also Ham. Uh, They use he, him, or they, them.
0: Excellent, and... I am the Indoor Adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be your Dungeon Master. So, previously on our Ghosts of Saltmarsh, like I started introducing at the beginning of this, you guys all uh, managed to get onto a isle that had a small, broken-down, burnt-out abbey on it. During the uh, landing... And arrival at this island, it was actually in two different stages. The first stage being Fan, Albus, and Ullman all making their way onto this beach that was then filled with a hopeless amount of skeletons in which Fan met with a grisly fate. Taking Jill's body to this temple, you were able to then invoke an older ritual slash rite that actually allowed for Jill Jylfein to come back, no longer in the service of her sea goddess Umberley, but now in the service of the Chained Oblivion themselves, Tharizdin. Jill is having a great day. Uh, Hish, you had seen that your dragonborn companion received a bloody nose, which meant that your party was in danger. And upon setting out on your dinghy, arriving with Tabitha and Scramp, two of your Acquisitions Incorporated hirelings, you ended up getting to this abbey roughly around the same time that Jill was making her way up from having been resurrected. You all were able to reconvene, and throughout the night, while Tabitha and Scramp were asleep, were able to engage in various means of conversation. At one point, though, Albus decided that he was going to try and enter into the Winding Way himself to see if he could find the remnants of a chul, or at least some chul possibly still living. This went about as well as you would expect a, uh, a solo figure such as Albus entering into a scary, scary dungeon all by himself to go, and he quickly returned back to where the party was. They all ended up being able to converse, and at this point uh, were able to lay down and get a full night's rest, so Jill, you heal one level of your exhausty points. Uh, meaning that I believe at this point you only have one level of exhaustion.
3: Yes, yeah, so um, yeah, so now I can move normally again.
0: That's a plus. So
3: I just you know rolled disadvantage on all of my skill checks, but you know it's fine. we're we're recovering.
0: All right. So we are going to start off uh with our yeah, sorry. Uh, we are going to start off with Hish, uh, Jill, Albus, Ullman. All of you guys end up waking up first thing in the morning. Tabitha is also uh, is also waking up. Scramp is waking up as well. And all of them, uh, your two hirelings, seeing as how part of your guys' job was to escort some of these cultists back to the mainland, they are willing to help begin the transfer of goods and items so that way uh the four of you can then go and investigate the winding way without having to necessarily help out with this also by sending the cultists with tabitha and scramp that provides them an easier way uh to actually get through the skeletons as these cultists each had a golden necklace that prevented uh these spoopy scary skeletons from actually attacking them you are uh, at the top of this morning. You are all then brought into this very large chamber, Albus, that you would have recognized the day before as kind of a as kind of a ceremonial space, but at the same time, you don't feel like it's necessarily been used as such for quite some time. Even though it was being cleaned the night before, uh, you end up passing behind this curtain that leads to a secret door. And the four of you then begin your uh, your descent into this dungeon, into this winding way. Do, do, do we have Dude with us, Osmandius? Uh, Osmandius is not with you at this point. Uh, because he is busy overseeing Tabitha and Scramp and making sure that Bayleaf, the cultist bard that is part of their group doesn't include anything stupid uh, going onto the boat as previously he has tried to sneak many a thing out of this island that they are just they don't see a point in wasting valuable space with so You guys are entering in to this next room. And as you enter in, you see that there is this 30-foot tall chamber that uh, in the center are two enormous pillars. And on each side of these pillars, you actually see that there are large skeletal structures that have bovine-like heads and horns kind of jutting out from each side. Albus, you had seen these last night. And they didn't seem like they were going to, well, attack. Uh, But as the lot of you get closer and come forward this time around, you see that their bodies actually begin to shake and move. And you see that there are several moving shapes now in this room. I'd like for everybody to roll initiative as all of these bodies kind of shake themselves out a little bit to ready themselves for combat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do we see the hole that Albus fell in? Did I miss that?
0: Uh, So the hole that Albus <laughs> fell in was actually past this initial room.
1: Oh, okay. Well,
2: that's a one. It's
0: like a whole bunch of holes in his trench coat
2: <laughs> from where he fell in that he has not mentioned so far. No, uh, one's, I got, brought no
0: one's asked.
3: I got a 17.
0: Okay, so a 17 for Jill. Alice. 13. Alman.
4: 24.
0: Okay. Hish. One. <laughs> the loneliest number. Uh,
1: please right. zero with my negative one edition. <laughs>
0: All right, and I am getting everything set up on this side.
4: So, are we fighting zombies before breakfast? I'll say that you guys would
0: have had a very tasteful breakfast at this point. I'm not just going to have you heading off into combat. That (laughs) would be ridiculous.
1: How tasty can this? Breakfast bee in this rundown, Abby, mm. that can't grow anything.
0: It's
3: love me some kelp.
0: It is uh, <laughs> very much uh, salted meats that were kept from you're not sure how long ago or of what variety the meat was when you ate it. Ugh. And it is mostly kept together with dried seagrass to kind of keep things together. All right, so next up are them's boys. You guys are lucky. Because I got a, a pretty good roll just now versus when it would actually be hitting you guys. So, you know, that's good.
1: There's help yet.
0: There sure is. And then It's almost like I just came from work and now this is what I do. That's my song. Okay. Sounds good. So, first in the round, Olman. What would you like to do? You see that there are these two large uh, miniature like skeletons. And white.
4: He just like stretches real quick and, and and lumbers towards one of them and like eyes at it and as it tries to like swipe at him initially, he tries to stab at it. Okay. Uh that's gonna be twenty five.
0: Twenty-five totally hits.
4: Cool. Am I within five feet of anything else besides no. him? that sneak attack
0: <laughs> uh 13 okay so 13 points of damage on this boyo so, there we go okay yeah. You managed to stab this large skeleton pretty pretty fucking good, I would say. It's a quality stab. Alright. So then next up, Ulman. As you have walked up and stabbed this large skeleton, they both look down at you. And their lower jaw just kind of begins to hang loosely. And it's almost like if they had air in lungs that would still be attached to them, that they might be laughing. And from the shadow of the northern wall, pretty pretty close to where the door is, actually, you hear a chattering. And this chattering, again, almost does sound like laughter trust. just... <laughs> And there is this large creature that lumbers forward with a face that almost looks like the scream mask. It is elongated. You see that there is just this large vacant mouth that doesn't seem to have any teeth or lips, but is rather just a vacuous hole. And where its eyes are instead, you see that it is this grayish, grayish stone-colored flesh that seems to come out into almost an abrupt brow and then sink in, but there aren't Eye holes. It seems like there is just this indentation where eyes should be. And as you look at this creature, uh, I need you to make a constitution save.
4: 10.
0: Okay. So that still fails, but that wasn't a superb failure which is good so you are going to be taking a total of 17 points of psychic damage so that is it for That is it for its turn. Is good. Is good time. So next up is going to be our newest cleric, Jill Fan
3: That's me. Okay, so there's two skeletons and one fuck off monstrosity, right? Hmm. Okay. All right. Oh boy, what will what will new cleric do? It's almost like I should have been. ...planning my turn instead of listening to the description, but that's fine. Um, I am... Hmm. Uh... Is there a way I could... ...get them in a nice little radius without hitting Ullman with anything?
0: Ullman has rushed up. You would be able to hit the two skeletons, but you wouldn't be able to get the Jabbering Man uh, as well with the attack without also hitting Ullman.
3: Um. Hmm. Okay, I'll just aim for the two big uh, skellies. And, uh, with by, like, banging her Warhammer against her shield, she's gonna cast Shatter and Hopefully shatter these bad boys.
0: Okay. Sounds good. I like it. So you are doing it on the two skellies? Yeah. Okay.
3: I don't know why I rolled. That's a con saving thing.
0: <laughs> uh, So one of them got an 18. The other got a six. So there is going to be one success, one failure.
3: Ooh, okay. So that is going to be uh 4d8. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. they're all my d8s okay so one of them's gonna take 15 and the other is gonna take half of that
0: okay sounds good so boop, 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 ba, do, ba, do. got it we cool all right so I like to imagine, as well, where previously when you would cast Shatter and more of these auditory spells, that it would sound almost like a crashing wave. Now when you are casting this, it sounds like metal links being broken apart.
3: Yeah, baby. (laughs) That's cool.
0: But what about No, Baby?
3: (laughs) Oh, no, yes. All right, do you have a
0: bonus action you would like to use?
3: Um, I think that is going to end my turn because uh, D&D Beyond just decided to crash on me. So okay,
0: <laughs> sounds good. That is as good a reason as any. Next up, our dear friend Albus. So, so one of these skellies has been has been hit up. One of these skellies, both of these skellies have been hit up at this point because Jill cast Shatter. Okay,
2: okay, 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 okay. The one that's been hit, uh, and both of them have moved this turn, right?
0: Neither of them have moved yet.
2: Um, okay, okay. So the one that's hurt less, I would like to make a wisdom save as I cast vicious mockery.
0: What do you say to this guy? He's real stupid. He got a one modified. Uh, I, I I say I say Nih-hom-noi
2: and I give him four points of psychic damage, but his next attack is at disadvantage. Uh, Hish, take some some
0: bardic inspiration. Get yourself that galaxy brain.
2: Get some galaxy brain, that D6.
0: Alrighty. So, as, uh, Jill, as you make this cacophonous noise, you see that the walls beside you begin to have a slight glowing to them. And that is when you see that there are spectral fingers that then extend out of the stone as a spectral face then appears. And it looks like, again, where it's where their mouths would be is just white. Where their noses would be would be white. And where their eyes are are just white. And these are almost like a purplish color as they just come out of the walls towards you so they are both going to make attacks against you the first gets a 21 to hit
3: that'll do it
0: so you are going to be taking 10 points of necrotic damage and then i need you to make a constitution save
3: please don't kill me again (laughs) Uh, that's going to be 21.
0: Okay, you're fine. Uh, then there is the second attack that is coming towards you as well. And that is a 13 to hit. I don't believe that does anything to Jill. Uh, so yes, there are these two ghosts now that are also fighting alongside, uh, these two skeletons as well as this large gibbering figure. So next up in the initiative order... Are the two Minotaurs, uh, who, seeing as how there is this one individual that casually walked up to them and stabbed one, uh one of them is going to raise its great axe up and try and swing down on you, Omen, and it gets a boop do. That is a seventeen to hit, Negatory. Okay. And then the second one, who has disadvantage, is also going to try and take a strike against you. Does a 21 hit? That does. Okay. And that is going to be for 23 points of slashing damage.
4: Big oof. Okay, you're still good? Still yeah. up? Okay, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a bit too health, but you know, I'm good. Okay. I'm up. Sounds good.
0: So that is it for them, their Minotaurs. Hey Hish. What you doing? You have seen that these specters have appeared out of the walls and have begun assailing Jill. And you can see that Ullman currently has three two two large boys and one extremely creepy boy. Also directly on him. Albus looks like he's doing fine.
1: Oh, I guess Hish has just been standing back and watching this all happen and sipping his tea from his number one dad mug. But I guess now he's ready to, he's ready to help. Um, I think Hish is going to run up and hit that jabberwock. The Jabbering Man. Okay. Um,
0: The Jabroni Walk. Got it. The Jabroni Walk.
1: (laughs) He's going to stand beside uh, Ullman and hit the Jabroni with his flame-tongue scimitar. And I think I would like to make this a um, distracting strike.
0: Okay. So that is a save on my end
1: no um i spend one of my superiority dice and uh whoever attacks him next gets advantage on it essentially
0: okay sounds good
1: okay there's that guy um and i am going to use my bardic inspiration on this one Well that's an eight plus a one It's a 9 plus
0: 8. Okay, so... Is
1: that 17?
0: Yeah, 9 plus 8 is 17. It does Does not like that. It does not like that at all. Okay.
1: Okay, so it's going to take... 4... 11 slashing damage because it's 4 plus 7, 8 fire damage, and 6 damage from the distracting strike.
0: OK, so 8 and 7 were the last two. What was the first set? Sorry. Uh,
1: the first one was 11 slashing damage. OK eight fire damage and then six from the distracting
0: strike. Got it. Okay. Sounds good. Hot damn. Mm-hmm. That is a good sword. It is a very good sword.
1: Um and I would like to use my second attack in the same way. Um just again slashing with the scimitar. Okay. That is a 6 plus 7. Or no, plus 8. 14. Does 14
0: hit? 14 does not hit. Ooh. Okay, so as your sword slashes up against it the first time, you just hear it loose. This kind of unearthly howl coming out from it. Just... Yeah. As these flames just lash up against its chest. It does not like what has happened to it at all. So, top of the round, Uh, I can
4: disengage as a move action, right?
0: You can disengage as a bonus action because you are a rogue.
4: But can I also disengage as a move action?
0: No. So you would have to disengage as a bonus, use your movement action, and then you would be able to do something after that.
4: Okay. I see. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm actually going to use my bonus action to obviate that the scream. Okay. Sounds good. I get a 17. So I get... Three questions? Three questions! I must answer your questions three! Question number one. What is it? It is called a bodak. All right. What is a bodak weak to?
0: Looking at it, it looks as if a bodak is not inherently weak to anything. Other than sunlight, it seems like it has a hypersensitivity to sunlight. Other than that, it has a plethora of immunities and resistances that magical weapons tend to seem to overcome.
3: Salty sweet or umami? (laughs) (laughs)
4: How does it like its eggs? Scrambled. That monster. I mean, scrambled eggs are good, but.
0: And you see, you feel like that one is very much specifically this bodak you're not necessarily sure if other bodaks also appreciate theirs if they could have a sunny side down they would accept that as a as a plausible egg uh position but i don't know if that's real because i as a person am not a fan of eggs but i'll answer your question
4: that's that's three okay so, oh, oh, right. I guess I do it
0: the rest of my turn. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to.
4: No, 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 no. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and attack this beast again. Uh, I'm going to wrathful smite it, actually.
0: Okay, uh, so is that the Skeleman or the Jibberman? The Bodak.
4: Is Is the Bodak close to me?
0: Yes, he is right on top of you
4: oh okay yeah i'd like to stab him okay cool does a 22 hit
0: um quick question your obviator skill is that an action or a bonus action bonus oh okay cool just wanted to make sure what was the number that you rolled sorry
4: 22
0: yeah that'll totally hit roll for damage
4: Do I sneak attack on this boy?
0: Yes, you do, because Hish is within five feet.
1: Doesn't he also have advantage? um, Because of my distracting strength? Yes,
0: that is also true. I don't quit. Maybe not now, but like four games ago, you got so many. I'm always skeptical.
3: the luck was used up then
4: <laughs> uh 13 damage and then or sorry 15 damage and then he needs to make a will save
0: you mean wisdom what's will this is dnd yeah, 5e wisdom. goddamn
4: pathfinder okay
0: that's a natural one he fails
4: oh uh this boy is terrified of me okay right uh yeah I think Olvid looks back at it and is like I would serve you a sunny side up and then stabs it right in the chest okay
0: uh so as you stab into it it looks down at your knife that's inside of its body and then looks up at you just. <laughs> It is immune to the frightened condition, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 18. 18. Okay, so you do not take any effects from its death gaze ability, uh, but it is going to try and get you uh, to, again, stare into its eyes, so I need you to make another constitution save. 14? Okay, so, that means that you're going to be taking half.
4: gonna go down, most definitely.
0: You are going to be taking 27 points of necrotic damage.
3: Hey, Olmen, I know a great place where you can get revived.
0: (laughs) No. Oh, what's, the, oh. what's the worst that could happen one adventure <laughs> module and you all come back just we must break the chains of Thorston. Olman <laughs> said
3: I want a new tattoo too
0: <laughs> alright so Olman, you go down alright what is your overall HP
4: uh negative 25
0: what is your max
4: 42
0: okay yeah you're good then Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I put it into the thing and it didn't say you're ultra dead. It just put me to the same states.
0: Nice. All right. So that is it for that creature's turn. Next up, Jill.
3: Okay. So we're going to go over to our good friend, Ullman. We're going to kneel down and we're going to slap a nice little cure wounds on them.
0: As you go up to Ullman, you will be taking two uh, attacks of opportunity as you are in between the two specters.
3: Hmm. Hmm. Are you worth it? Um. Okay, you know what? You know what I'll do for you instead, Ullman? <laughs> I will give you... I will just shout some encouragement from afar, <laughs> and I'll say, Get up! D- you- no, we are not going through this again! No, no! <laughs> uh, I'll give you that level three healing word. Ooh. Let's see. That is going to be... Okay. All right, that's right as Roll20 decides to crash on me. Eh, well, guess what? It's 3d4 plus 5. I read it before I, <laughs> before it crashed. Okay, come here, you slippery boy. Um. Okay, so that's 7 points of healing to you. One more
4: time? S-
3: just 7 points of healing.
4: Great, what a love Oh, man. Okay. And
3: then... I, for my action, will do, um, you know what, just do a big old whap with my Warhammer on one of the, just the regular cow skelly people.
0: Okay.
3: I'll go ahead and get the one that Omen has been wailing.
0: Wailing on.
3: Yeah, wailing on. All right, that's going to be 17.
0: Okay. 17 totally hits roll for damage
3: a big old smack for six points of bludgeoning damage okay
0: you feel like your bludgeoning damage is taking you a little bit farther uh than it would normally maybe you have unlocked the secret to smashing things uh, maybe it's just this guy was like born to be smashed, but this there is a real synergy happening between your Warhammer and this and this Minotaur right now. And on a corporate level, you're very pleased. Okay, so next up is going to be Albus. All right, so what enemies are still up? Uh, the enemies that are still up are all of them. Two specters one Bodak, and two Minotaur Skellies.
2: Okay. I wouldn't know if any of them are, like, particularly resistant to, like, psychic damage, would I?
0: Um, make an Arcana check. 20. Okay, so 20. You know that none of them are actually immune or resistant to psychic. Okay, well... (laughs)
2: Alright, so I'm going to look at one
0: of these specters. And I needed to make a wisdom save. Okay. That is most likely going to fail with a 7.
2: I'm coming too close to have you fuck yourself now. Could be better. Um... Okay, 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 that's going to be 21 points of psychic damage, and... But... ...must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows, away from me.
0: So, it would use its reaction. But as you say that you're getting too close for this thing to fuck this up for you, it turns to dust. You completely just wipe it off of the face of this temple for good. This is... This specter is no longer a threat to you. Omen, take a brain. Okay. So, did you have... That was your action. Bonus action. Next up, the specter that just saw what you did to its... Friend? Friend? Undead are. It's hard to determine if they have friends or not. But it's companion in spookiness. Uh, so it is going to try and lash out against you. It does not like what you have done uh, during this time. So that is a clusterfuck, what it was. Definitely <laughs> cocked. Yeah. So an 18 to hit. Shield. Okay. So it attempts to pull its palm its palms out towards you and as it tries to breathe in your life essence, you just tentacle No. <laughs> no, no. no touch. Okay. So then next up are the two skelly men's uh, that are currently near Olman and Hish. Olman, you are back up so to say but you're still on the ground you are currently prone after having dropped and they see that (laughs) just pretending to be dead okay sure Uh, they see that Hish is currently engaged with this other uh, other undeadman and so they are going to try and uh, swing with their great axes towards the great captain so That is a 24 and a 26, respectively. Yeah, those both hit. (laughs) Sounds good. Oh, boy. So the first hit is going to be for 19 points of slashing damage. Easy peasy. And then the second is going to be for 21 points of slashing damage.
1: These bitches ain't shit.
0: (laughs) Next up. Hish.
1: Um, God, I hate, I hate these big boys, but I gotta get this little jabber walk first. Something, something tells me I need to get this man down first. Um, so yeah, I think Hish, um, is just gonna keep slicing, um, the scream mask man. Okay. With his flame tongue scimitar. We have a new dice this time and maybe it won't roll so crappy. Nope. <laughs> that is a 2 plus 8. No. I can not imagine and hits. No, that's not going to work. That's okay cuz he has an extra attack and he's going to try again. <laughs> he was too busy sipping his tea. That is a natural 20.
0: Bomp womp, boomp, boomp. Roll me some damage. Bwomp, and of course, on this channel, when you crit, you double all the dice including your flame tongue dice.
1: Plus okay. Get a handful of D sixes here. Do I um add plus seven to both of the um
0: No, you only add plus seven the first time.
1: Okay. Right. That seems fair enough. Okay, so slashing damage five plus seven Flashing damage. So that's 12. And then... 9. Oh, that's actually 10. And then 7. So 17 fire damage.
0: Ooh!
1: And yeah, that's it.
0: Okay, so 17 fire damage, and then plus 7 for your... and then all of the others?
1: So... Twelve slashing damage and seventeen okay. fire damage.
0: Okay. So, Hish, uh, what does it look like as you lay the final hit on uh, on this here Bodak? Uh,
1: this fucker's face goes up in flames because uh, he just. I don't think it's anything particularly like fancy or flashy. Um, I think I think he just does like one big long um, swoop upwards after having fist missed the first hit downwards just kind of circles back and uh, strikes upwards and just whoosh, sets this
0: guy on fire. Can, may I add a small bit of flourish? Yes. You have your number one dad mug that you've been drinking out of. Yeah. So that so it's one of those, like, you look down, swish it around a little bit, mm-hmm. finishing move, like, barely paying attention, just like, ah, oh, it's too early for this bullshit. And then... <laughs> As they erupt behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make it anime as fuck every time. All right, so, Hish, you have you have dealt with this figure. Ullman, what would you like to do? Currently, there, is, there are two Skellymens and one Spectre.
4: Hmm. I think I would like to uh, just uh, get up with half my movement speed okay disengage move back 15 feet uh and shoot at a skeleton with an eldritch blast
0: 17 17 will hit roll for damage
4: that'll be seven
0: okay and this is the one that you've been continuously injuring yeah okay
4: So, Omen, like, kind of skitters back on all fours and, like, stands up and dusts himself off. That was uh, closer than I like to admit. Let's take care of this. And (laughs) plants his feet and shoots at the skeleton.
0: Okay. Sounds good. So, next up is Jill.
3: Okay, one last skelly bro left. Um, I think it's time to go ham with the hammer. Um, and just take a big old baseball swing at it. Okay. For 19 to hit.
0: Yeah, 19 totally hits. Roll for damage.
3: Phew and that is going to be nine points of bludgeoning damage.
0: Okay, that is just what you needed to actually drop this thing down. Uh, So you are just baseball swinging somewhere off in the distance, the home run bat uh, uh, sound effect from Smash Bros. (laughs) is definitely making the same, Uh, it's it's there, it's out in the universe. (laughs) But yes, you just home run smash this skeleton, no problem. All right. So, did you have a bonus action you would like to do?
3: Uh, For my bonus action, I would like to rest my Warhammer on the ground and look really cool.
0: Okay, sounds good. <laughs> so, you are busy looking cool. Albus, what are you doing? Is there still a Spectre up? Yes, there is. It's very close to you. It was trying to get all up in your biz. Wisdom safe, please. Okay. Second level, dissonant no whispers. Okay, that is an eight. There are three sixes and a three. Nice. Uh, So, 21. Okay, same thing, Albus. As you are just walking steadily down this hallway, you are just dusting specters out of existence. You see that there's, like, a little bit... Of their essence that has been left up along the wall, kind of like in almost a a crime scene layout style. They are just up against these walls, but you continue to walk forward, uh, undaunted by their presence. These specters are no more. Uh, Is there anything else? There is one healthy-ish looking minotaur. He has been injured before. I'm going to hold on Okay. Uh, to my last
2: bardic inspiration,
0: so. Sounds good. So, then next up is that their Minotaur's turn. And it is going to turn towards you, Jill, as you have set your warhammer down on the ground and are striking a coolish pose.
3: No, I look so cool, though! <laughs>
0: you do, but thankfully you didn't put your shield down while you were doing this to look cool. So, it is going to get... A natural 20 against you. Hate that! <laughs> Which is pretty cool! Because the dice that it uses for its great axe really doesn't get any amount of love typically. So, yay, D12s!
3: Alright, let's see the damage!
0: Alright, so. You are going to be taking. A total of 24 points of slashing damage.
3: We're still up and I'm gonna use a reaction. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fucking wrath of the motherfucking storm. Make that deck saving throw. <laughs>
0: okay. That is a 12.
3: Doesn't save. So I imagine as this fucking minotaur way lays Jill. Uh, she's just like I have already died once in this little trip I will not die again and like red lightning shoots out from her in like the shape of chains yes <laughs> and fucking way lays into this little minotaur fuck where's my other d8 there we go Uh, uh that's going to be 7 points okay. for lightning damage
0: sounds good yeah, so it kind of like recoils back a little bit. And I imagine that the that the lightning normally as it would wreath over somebody now is forming these brief manacles, like these brief kind of chain links around it. It's perfect. I love. So that is it for its turn. Hish, you have seen Jill just shoot chain lightning, literal chain lightning, uh, out of herself targeting the Skellymen. It is the only one that is still currently up. The floor is yours.
1: Yeah, I think he's still sipping from his mug and kind of looks over at Jill and with like raised eyebrows and looks back over at the Minotaur and just does the like whistle. And uh, yeah, I think he's gonna, he's gonna do the same like thing that he did too. The Jabberwock. Just gonna flame tongue scimitar this man. Do it. He's got one move and he does it well. Except for this time, where he, uh, that's a critical failure.
0: <laughs> seen some crit. Alright, so, but what does your second attack look like?
1: Let's see what the second attack looks like. That's an 18 plus 8. That's so good. I figured that one probably hits. That's 12 slashing damage, and 8 fire damage.
0: Hoo-hoo! Okay. It is still up. It does not like what has happened to it, but it doesn't like a lot of what's happened to it, being an undead Skelly. Uh, well, it
1: should have thought of that before it came at
0: us. <laughs> it should. And speaking of people who always think things through, Ullman. is your go
4: who think things... Th- Sorry, what? Me? Yes! The very same. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. Uh, <laughs> I think I am going to just shoot another blast at that skeleton
0: Okay. Okay.
4: Uh, does... 21 hit.
0: Oh, totally.
4: That uses up my inspiration, too. That's a 8.
0: Okay. Sounds uh, good.
4: And, like, takes careful aim, but then just yells out HEADSHOT! <laughs> <laughs> okay.
5: Sounds good.
0: Next up, Jill, it is your turn once again.
3: Okay. Uh... All right, so uh, bonus action, gonna do a little level one healing word on myself. She's uh, gonna be like, "Come on, Jill Fane. Uh and grit her teeth and heal up, boop, for what is that? Eight points? Yeah. Um. Uh, okay and then as an action just swing again with this warhammer because uh it's doing pretty well so far do it we love smashing scallies here that's a 21. oh
0: totally hits roll for damage
3: big ol' fuck you my friend uh that's seven points of bludgeoning
0: okay sounds good It is barely able to hang on. You've taken out most of its bones with just swinging this warhammer through it, and it, again, looks like it is barely holding itself together at this point. Albus. With some safe, please. Okay. First level. This is a wise-ass minotaur. That's a 16. That's fine. It still takes half damage. (gasps) No five okay five after or five before uh five after okay so, so i wrote 10 albus you are just strutting through this fucking dungeon these monsters don't need to be here and uh yeah you destroy this skeleton with psychic damage once again you are not what i'm looking for and this skeleton just kind of shudders a little bit and then collapses down onto the ground in a pile of bones. Leaving the four of you and of breathing-heavy combat is over. Ullman, you have gone down. Jill, you have suffered quite a bit of damage. Hish, you have also taken quite a bit of damage, and Albus looks fine. Sickly, but fine.
3: Okay.
4: I not fun
3: I know it's the first room but let's just let's just take a little breather
0: <laughs> okay yeah you guys can totally take a short rest if you would like
3: I'm not feeling as spry as I used to
4: <laughs> I think I agree that's quite the beating to take right after breakfast I'm still digesting
2: uh alvis will do a song of rest if we need it
4: Okay. I'm at seven, sure. I would appreciate it.
2: Okay. Remind
1: just, me what that does.
2: Uh so if you roll any hit die, you get an extra d6. Nope. Yes, an extra one d6. Um excuse me while I look up ridiculously beautiful ocean poems. <laughs> uh Timeless sea breezes, sea wind of the night. You come from no one if someone should wake he must be prepared how to survive you. Timeless sea breezes that for eons have blown ancient rocks. Your pure space coming from air. Oh, how a fruit bearing fig tree feels you're coming high up in the moonlight. That's it.
0: Excellent.
1: I have to find some D10s because I never use
5: D10s.
0: All right, huh? so as you guys are healing up and taking this short rest, what is the current plan? Alvis, you know that coming up in front of you is going to be the better part of the Winding Way. Okay, so one thing that I
2: would very much like to do as we traverse this dungeon is, I know in 5th edition we're not conditioned to have like 10-foot poles, so instead I want to just like mage tentacle out on the floor in front of us. And just, like, feel for, you know, pits where one could be dropped into and then stabbed.
0: Okay. Yeah, totally. We can find you these pits. Gotta make sure.
3: Wow, is it just me? Or does Alba seem a little paranoid today?
2: (laughs) He doesn't respond.
4: (laughs) Uh... This seems extremely sensible. I would have thought something similar up you had it.
0: Okay. So as you guys uh are after you've finished your rest and you open up the door that leads into the hallway, Albus, that you have been in before, you see that there is a path in front of you and then a pathway to the right and to the left. Which path would you like to take? Which one did it go through? You went straight last time. Uh let's let's just keep making right hand turns. Okay. So as you take a right hand turn, your tentacled hand ends up going out. And you see that there is actually Jill. Uh also while Albus's tentacled hand is going out. Uh you and Ullman, what is your passive perception? Sixteen. So Ullman, Jill, and then Hish, what's yours? Passive perception. For he ish.
1: Oh, sorry. That's
0: okay. Um, Sixteen. Okay. So everybody except Albus, who is currently like fluttering around with this ghastly tentacle, uh, actually stop and You all see that there is a tripwire that actually is very thin and leads across this hallway as itself. Uh, You know that uh, looking at it, you're not exactly sure where the trap will actually occur. But you do know that if you were to traverse past this point, that something mm, dangerous would happen. Uh, and Albus, as the tentacle kind of goes over that and checks the next area in front, you feel uh, that there is a that the that the well, it looks like stone, but as your tentacle kind of brushes up against it, it seems to have more give to it, almost like it is trying, like it is trying to pretend to be stone. Or something is being disguised to look like stone uh w- would i gain any other insight based off of that based off of the direction that you went the day before you are pretty sure that that is the uh that that is a wood panel that actually led to a trap that you had fallen in yourself Okay, can i activate it yeah to you... like
2: just show off that like hey they're Pits here. I'm yeah. not just being paranoid for
0: no reason. As you push down with the tentacle, a uh, lot of you hear that there is kind of a snapping sound, and then this wooden board just sort of breaks and tumbles down, and you see that there is now an opening into a pit.
1: Oh.
2: Yes, Uh, watch your step.
4: Yeah, and the <laughs> tripwire there activates who knows what i'm sorry what so, <laughs> tripwire should, should i should i trip it no i don't, don't think so olman okay. would you Player be able to even. disengage it uh i can try
0: okay make a sleight of hand slash thieves tools check olman 22. Oh. Ullman, these traps are so easy. They're old, antiquated. This is like baby's first tripwire. As as you go and you see that as it extends out, that there is a moment that's kind of holding it back on a spring that'll then snatch, you just stick the smallest pebble inside of it. And cut the wire, and as you do, it tries to snap back to signal that the trap has been sprung and gets caught on that pebble and holds. No problem. Trap <laughs> disarmed.
4: I used to make similar traps to catch rabbits out in the woods. it would ring a little bell in the house.
3: Huh. That's oddly cute. Yeah, but what does this trap do? Because if it's something really weird, I'm going to be concerned. <laughs>
4: I mean, it caught them so that I could go kill them and skin them and cook them. I think she meant this one in this. Oh, this? Yes. No, oh, I have no clue. Can I look around? Make an investigation
0: check. 12. So, you see that above where you are that there is, that these stone blocks that kind of make up the ceiling above you, one of them seems oddly colored, almost, and as you kind of get close to it and use some of your tools to to scrape a little bit of it, uh, just what might be either slime or scum, as you scrape some off, you see that it is actually more of a deep greener color. You're pretty sure this is a poison brick. ...that if you had walked through the tripwire, this poisoned brick would have fallen and hit
4: you. It's a... Why would you poison a brick? That's... Why not use needles? I mean, come on, you have a... You have a spiky pit right here. Right. This there. is just... Oh, it would crush you in the... That's actually great. That's great, yeah. And then the poison would get into your blood, and... Cause you're in the yeah. spike pit, and yeah. Yeah, that's
3: really great. Now. Yeah, this is very uh casual for how macabre this is.
4: I mean, it's interestingly designed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this so much. Okay. Oh
2: so can we keep going forward with that uh spike trapping gauge yeah sure
0: as you as you go uh re- you could kind of walk around it it seemed almost like it was in the center of this room to kind of get you into it so that way it would have a place to drop into the pit uh as you okay, walk and I'm, and I'm still tentacling. yeah as you tentacle out you see that there is a hallway in front of you that looks like it extends into a larger room and then there is a pathway to your right and to your left. Well, right still, and left. Still right hand turns. Okay, so still a right hand turn. And as you go forward again, Albus, uh, it's very difficult for you to spot this out. But the other three, again, just whoa, 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 whoa. Tripwire.
1: <laughs> again. Freaking again.
0: And it looks like there is once again another tripwire. And at the end of this hallway, you actually see that there is a door. So step
2: over it or disengage it.
4: Uh, is it the same like
0: baby's first tripwire? Yeah.
4: Can I just disengage it? The oh, same totally.
0: Way? Use another thieves tools check.
4: it's a 17 on dice oh
0: still easy easy enough to to kind of stop this tripwire, uh and then you just see that there is this door directly in front of you
3: okay so unlocked. Who,
1: who would like to go in first
4: at the uh, door anything could be trapped
3: well <laughs> go on do your thing
4: I poke at the door. (laughs) I check for traps.
0: Okay. So, as you check for traps, uh, make an investigation check on the door.
4: 17.
0: This door is not trapped.
4: I can confirm this door is completely regular.
0: Is it push or pull?
4: (laughs) It is a pull. Okay. Ooh, that means Uh. the hinges are on this side. Uh we can make it a push door.
2: Alvis would like to, uh, to go in front and open the door and just like peek in.
4: Okay, Elvis. As
0: you open up the door and peek I in, like the way you said that. <laughs> you pull the door open and you hear a clicking sound as well as a thew! as a cru- as a ballista on the other side of the door fires a bolt out towards you. That is a natural one. Uh, so it sinks into the door, and the point gets oh so close to your face. But it has not injured you. Mage handing the doors from now on. I thought she said
4: this was a regular door. The door is regular.
3: The (laughs) other side of the door was irregular.
4: I'm not psychic. I can't see through the door. I am, but I can't.
3: let's just go uh
0: what's what's in the room you look like as you look in you see that there is just a large ballista placed in the back of this small room oh fuck off close the door (laughs) okay and as you do there is a large like as the remainder of this ballista bolt just kind of falls down Alright, so looking back behind you, to your left is the path that you have come, to the right led down into a larger chamber, and directly in front of you, you see that there are two doors. If we keep making right-hand turns, which one do we get to next? Uh, If you keep making right-hand turns, you go into the large chamber. Okay. Okay. So... As you go and you see that, again, the floor is kind of broken out, you manage to take this right-hand turn. And as you go around this corner, you see and enter into this chamber. Uh, There are no sconces that are lit, so it seems very dark at this point. And you see that there are chests, urns, and a large strong box that stand uh, in alcoves set uniformly against this chamber's walls. Some chests are open, and you see jewelry and coins spilling out of them. Colored flashes of light sparkle with the promise of gems and jewels, and in the center of this room is a green stone statue of a beautiful-looking elf. What would you guys like to do?
3: Is this what Ozymandias was looking for? All this gold, just this shit ton of gold and jewels.
2: I mean, he did say that there was there was gold down here.
3: Oh well, then, um, mission accomplished. I guess that wasn't so bad. Let's take this and go. Yep, agreed.
4: Can I squint suspiciously at the gold? Yeah make
0: an investigation check
4: another 17
0: okay looking at them they all of it appears to be gold and silver shining back at you
1: i'd like to take a closer look at the um the statue of the elven woman
0: sure uh it was not specified male or female it is just beautiful looking uh- elf
1: Elven person.
0: Yes, they are all gorgeous, so... Beautiful elf. Oh, that is
1: a three.
0: This is a lovely shade of green. Kind of reminds you of the coat that you had taken from you by Viari. Aw, now I'm mad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, like, there's just gold in here. There's nothing... there's, There's no jewel. There is no jewel, but there are plenty. There is a gold, silver jewels aplenty. Uh, can I just start like uh
2: the jewels over toward? Here's your hoard person, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, I'll start chinkling some over. Are to
3: there you. any diamonds in there?
0: Jill, make an investigation check.
3: Oh shit! I'm gonna. <laughs> I say, oh shit, because I'm still recovering from, you know, being dead idis. Oh shit, I dropped that dice. Let me roll another one. Um, okay, that's going to be um, probably a seven. Yes, okay. seven.
0: So... With your seven, as you go over and begin investigating, you start just kind of sifting through these coins and you are just looking for a fatty diamond. That is the one thing that you are currently uh, currently looking for. And as you go and kind of peel your way through, uh, through this box, you see that there is a piece of paper. That is actually lining the bottom of this kind of chest that you were uh, looking through. And as you peel it back, you see that it reads in common, Dear Thief, a lot of work for nothing, wasn't it? And as you kind and as you bring your hands up, you hear that. Some of the coins are actually tumbling out onto the floor, and as they clink against the stone, it is not a metallic sound. It sounds almost like wood hitting against stone. And as the wood hits and echoes through this chamber, you see Hish directly in front of you that there is a light shimmer on the statue... As the statue's head then turns down and looks directly at you and you see that their face peels up into a brief smile and their eyes squint at you and then their jaw elongates down and you can see that they have very pronounced canines actually coming from their top jaw as well as on the bottom jaw. And as this creature looks down at you and begins to hiss violently, that is where we are going to go into our break. For the evening.
3: So <laughs> son of a bee. So <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah.
0: So I would like to say. Hey, hey, thanks everybody who decided to stop by, give us a rate, thank you Cyberwolf for dropping a sub bomb earlier in the chat, that was really cool. Uh, We are going to try and be back in five to 10 minutes. So don't go no place unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to bit.ly slash adventure merch while you can before we switch over to Teespring. And uh, hey, if you've already done all those things, consider leaving us a review, tag us on Twitter, let us know how we are doing and we will see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. Bye uh, Hello everybody. And we are back in the midst of a very spooky journey indeed, because, Jill, as you were rifling through this gold-painted treasure, a vampiric statue began to manifest itself directly next to you, Hish. So, I would like for everybody to roll initiative.
3: Very much don't like this. Oh no. I don't like that either, Albus.
0: <laughs> okay. Five. Jill, what'd you get? 7. Hish, what'd you get? 6. <laughs> okay, Olman, what'd you get?
4: Bring us home. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> and... <It's tired. laughs>
0: Pretty surprising. Well, at least it's going to go, you know, you guys as a chunk, and then the creature as a chunk. Okay. <laughs> the only downside that I can see to this right now is that the creature is going to be going before you guys. So. Yay. It is going to go first, and Hish, you being the creature that is closest to it, it is going to bring its, it is going to bring down both of its claws towards you, and the first hit is a, well, it's a hit with a 24, unless you have a means of deflection nope okay so that is going to be eight points of slashing damage
1: okay that's fine
0: and then as its claws sink into your shoulder it is going to oh, no. bring your body in and it is going to attempt to do a bite against you no 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 and that is a 19 to hit
1: uh yeah that hits okay
0: okay Then that is going to be six points of piercing damage. However, there's something not right about this bite. You feel like something? The rest of you guys actually see that there is this dark energy that seems to emanate out of its fangs and seeps into the holes in that it has used to puncture Hish's side as your blood flows freely on its mouth it doesn't seem like it is capable of drinking your blood but is purely doing this for sport and Hish, you are currently cursed for the next 10 minutes
1: that's rude well also what does that mean
0: (laughs) that means that all that as long as you are cursed this creature has advantage on all attacks against you
3: What a jerk.
0: And it is going to then use its second claw and attack. For a 22 to hit. Yep. And then that is going to be for a total of seven points of slashing damage.
1: Alright, okay, alright. You know what? They can just have me. This monster can just have me.
0: Ullman, it is your turn. You have watched as... As you have been inspecting these coins, right as you were about to realize that this was, as you got closer, that coins normally will get tarnish and and rust on them. In those places, you had seen that the gold had actually been brushed away, and that it was revealing wood underneath. And then you looked over, and you see that there, the statue that was in the middle of this room currently has sunk its claws into Hish's soldier, into Hish's sold uh, shoulders. Is the word I am looking for, and has sunk uh, its teeth into uh, his neck as well. What would you like to do?
4: Oh, you! All right. <laughs> and uh, he he points at them and like thinks about it, and he's like, "Ham, can you do your eye thing?" And the uh, statue gets googly eyes. And then I'm going to run up to stab it.
0: Is that the Hexblade's curse? Yeah. Yeah, Okay, cool. Just wanted to check. (gasps) I'm sorry. (laughs) What? (laughs) On normally when... When Ullman has performed his Hexblade's curse, it usually makes their eyes look like they are cataract over. But whenever you guys have been fighting things that don't have eyes, he instead puts googly eyes on them.
3: (laughs) Oh my god. Amazing.
4: Uh, I assume a nine doesn't hit, though.
0: A nine does not hit
4: i can't eldritch blast as a no that's an action Yeah, right, not a bonus
0: that is correct all right so next up jill
3: uh jill will be like um omen um what, what the what the fuck is this <laughs> um and i guess now that this big old statue lady has a hold of hish she is going to extend her hand um, and the spiral on the back will begin to like light up slowly as it spirals out and just a red beam of energy forms her hand and shoots out like a chain as she casts a diving bolt
0: Nice! Roll a hit
3: la, 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 la. Okay that is going to be a 19 to hit
0: A 19 does
4: hit
3: um guiding bolt is forty-six. Let me roll the forty-six now. Okay, that's gonna be fourteen points of radiant
0: damage. <whistles> okay. So and now it is glowing with this sickly red light. Uh as the next hit against it has advantage. However, as this beam just sails into it, it is going to use a legendary action and take a second bite against you, Hish. Uh, Sorry. Yes. And it is going to sink its teeth in even more against you. And that is a 25 to hit. For a total of... 9 points. Of piercing damage.
5: All right,
1: still up.
0: Hey, it's your turn.
1: Great. Um, I'd like to, <clears throat> I'd like to take my scimitar, and while I am in the clutches of this vampiric statue, just try and stab it through its stony gut. Let's see if that'll work. There's a 9 plus 8, 17.
0: A 17 is a success. Yes. And you did roll with advantage, correct?
1: I did not roll with advantage.
0: Okay, because it was guiding bolted, you have advantage, so see if you crit.
1: Well, it's a 13, so... So No. No. I will the I'm just gonna Okay, so that's a f- five plus seven twelve?
0: Okay. Sounds good.
1: Uh and then that's flashing damage. And then seven fire damage.
0: Okay, so sorry. So it was twelve.
1: 12 slashing, 7 fire.
0: Okay, that is where I got wrong on that one. Because I was like, ah, yes, 12. That is a total number. And then the second number hit. So that's on me. Okay, what would you like to do? You have a second attack, I believe.
1: Oh, I do. That's brand new to me. Um,
0: Some good shit.
1: Yeah, I'm going to pull that scimitar back out and try and stab it again. That is a sixteen plus eight.
0: Okay, that'll totally hit. Roll for damage.
1: Yes. That is a nine. No, sorry, eight. Uh, slashing damage. And then another uh, seven.
5: Fire damage.
0: Okay. Sounds good. So. It is then, after you have slashed it, it is going to release its claws out of you. And you see that its jade face actually turns and looks directly over at Hish. And it is going to use two legendary actions. It is going to use one to move, using uh, allowing it to move up to its speed without provoking opportunity attacks. And it just glides across the ground, moving directly up to you, Hish, where it is then going to attempt to or not Hish, against Jill, and it is going to attempt to use a bite. That is a measly 12.
3: No, no, no. No, no.
0: (laughs) Ah, ah, ah. All right, so that was Hish's turn. Albus. Bonus action.
2: Hish how about a third level healing word
1: i would love that
2: that'd be that'd be good right <laughs> It could have been better you get eight points thank you uh so so like what where you even uh vampire bit you just a little bit of that apple mucus just like clots it up it's fine
3: capstick mm, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
2: Like rubbing chapstick over a mosquito bite. Oh, God. Uh, and then I would, that would say bonus action. That was a spell. That was a spell. Okay. Um, can
0: I get the statue to make a strength save, please? You can. So that is a 15. That's my turn. Okay. Sounds good. So, it is now the statue's turn, and it is in front of you, Jill, and it is going to try and bite out against you a second time. That is an 18.
3: That'll just do it. Okay. That'll just.
0: So, that is going to be for seven points of piercing damage.
3: I would like to use my reaction to uh, pop off again with that oh what's its name wrath of the storm yes okay make that deck save
0: okay that is a 20.
3: well guess what you'll take half of this so uh that is eight lightning damage reduced to four
0: so. As these chains wrap up and around this figure, you see them the smile on their face actually extends upward and with both hands they just brush off the chains from them. They seem to be immune to lightning damage.
3: Oh, get fucked.
0: Uh, and as you say that it is going to rear up with one of its claws and it is going to swing down towards you with it. And because you are now cursed with the creature's bite, it has advantage against you and got a 21 to hit.
3: Well, that'll just do it.
0: <laughs> okay, so that is a total of eight points of slashing damage. Ow. And then it is going to try and slash out against you again. And that is a 24 to hit. Yes. <laughs> For another eight points of slashing damage.
3: Please. <laughs>
0: Okay, that is it for its turn. Next up, Ullman. You've seen that it has bit into Hish, slashed them down, and then has moved over towards Jill, and seems to be going through the motions with her as well.
4: Ah, this beastie. Alright, I think I'm just gonna, like, continue chasing after it. Uh, Can I get in flanking with Jill? Yes, you can. Cool. I'm going to go ahead and make this a Wrathful Smite with my bonus action. Uh, 17?
0: A 17 hits. Roll for damage.
4: Great. 21 okay and it makes a wisdom saving throw no will in this household apparently no
0: none uh and that is a 13
4: is it immune to fear yes that's what i thought (laughs) and
0: Part of you wonders if the immunity to fear is part of its large googly eyes that you have placed onto its face That are now like blood splattered, but you can still see the shaky balls underneath the plastic covering It's unsettling All right, so that is Your turn omen Uh, and now that you have moved up directly onto it It is going to use a legendary action to do you a bite as well
4: I'd like to God. impose disadvantage on this. Okay. Uh, for a brief second, you could swear omen's head looks exactly like a large piece of tarling.
0: 19. Wow. Yeah. You saved yourself from a nat 20, so that's good. Oh! All right, that is for 14 points of piercing damage, and you are now cursed as well. Okay, so Olman, that was your turn. Jill, it is now your turn because I can't say turn. Apparently,
3: <laughs> is she up in my face now, or oh, is she yeah. up in Olman's face? Directly okay, directly well, up
0: in your face as well. D-
3: directly all up in my face. Well, I certainly don't like that. Um, so I'm going to, um. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, hang on. This is new. Let me look at this. <laughs> I'm just looking at some of my automatically prepared spells from leveling up. Um Okay, no, no, no. I don't wanna do that. Don't wanna do that one. Um Yeah, no, uh heck it. We're gonna go in with oh no wait it's it's all up on me never mind um okay i figure out what i'm gonna do first i'm gonna cast just a nice little healing word on myself just a nice little motivational word and just give myself seven hit points back you know i i I chant affirmations uh and then i'm just gonna smack it with my hammer okay that's a natural 20.
0: Boom, 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 Roll for Blom, damage. Blah,
3: blah, blah. Alrighty. So that is going to be 2d8 plus 3. Um, Nine points of bludgeoning damage.
0: Okay. Sounds good.
3: That is it for me.
0: Okay. So. It is then going to use a legendary action to move. And it then stands directly in front of Albus. Hish, it is your turn.
1: Um, I would like to... I think Hish is going to take out that healing potion from our friend Ozzy and pour it into his number one dad mug take a take a good sip there's remind me what's in a how many die are in a healing potion again
0: a regular healing potion is 2d4 plus two two. Two d
5: four.
1: i like to
0: imagine there's still like a little bit of coffee in there but it was one of those just like i'm not gonna waste coffee i was gonna say good coffee but this abby probably has not had good coffee for quite some time yeah
1: Probably makes the coffee taste better, so.
0: Oh, probably. It's a nice cherry accent now.
1: (laughs) Those four and another four, plus two ten. Okay. I will take it. Um, and then can I? Does that take my whole action, or can I use my action? Yes. Okay.
0: You can still move. You still have your bonus action if you would like.
1: I've never understood if my punch is a bonus action or not.
0: It is as long as you have used your action to make a primary weapon attack.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think I think this is gonna be my my whole turn.
0: Okay. Uh, this creature is then going to use its legendary action to bite into Albus, or at least try. Uh that is a nineteen. Yeah. Okay.
2: If I shield it, my AC becomes nineteen. That's not helpful.
0: Alvis, you are going to be taking thirteen points of piercing damage. I am not dead. And you are cursed. You're all cursed. That's it. <laughs> that's it yeah it's now your turn okay uh
2: as it gets close to me i'm gonna just like swish out my rapier and try to attack it's gonna miss uh with a 12 okay a 12 does not hit how how's it, how's everybody looking It's fine. It's fine. Everything's well, with fine.
3: The D&D Beyond extension. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm. I'm looking the worst out of everybody. So, I'll bonus action first level. Wait, yeah, first level healing word on myself. Healing word's first level, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'll get. I'll get a cheeky little five hit points. That's my turn.
0: Sounds good. So then next up is the creature. Uh, and it is going to raise up its claws and it is going to try and do a smack on Albus. Uh that is an or it has advantage because you were cursed. Ooh, guy, I, I am glad for the advantage as a person. Uh, because it gave me a natural 20. Womp 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 womp. Uh, so for it claw, it is going to deal 15 points of slashing damage. Okay. And it is going to make a second attack with its other claw against you. And that is a 23 to hit. Mm Mm-hmm. For 9 points of slashing damage. Still good? No? Okay. So Albus has dropped. uh, And then it is going to then turn. And it looks over towards... uh, Sorry, just a second. Yeah, it looks over towards uh back over towards your guys's group uh and hish seeing is how uh you have this flaming sword that you have kind of been throwing around screecher is then going to rush up towards you and attempt to bite you again that is a 15 to hit all right sounds good. good sounds good That is it for its turn. So, Olman, what would you like to do?
4: I'd like to stab it, please. Okay. A sixteen hit?
0: A sixteen does hit, roll for damage.
4: Do I have the Sneak Attack?
0: The Sneak Attack? Uh, yes, because it ran up to try and bite Hish.
4: Cool. Uh, that's another 20 damage.
0: Hoo-wee! Okay! Sounds good!
4: And I look at it and I say, Hit me! (laughs)
0: Okay, Uh, and at the end of your turn, it is going to use a a legendary action called Blood Reaper. All characters who are currently cursed by the statue within 20 feet of it take 5 points of necrotic damage. Does that include me? You are still cursed by it, as the curse lasts for 10 minutes. So is that two death saves? That is one, because it is only a melee uh, attack that will count as two. And this is not an attack, this is just an ability. And you guys feel that your blood is just being pulled out of your pores, and it is just going towards this creature that seems to get it washed up onto itself. None of its cracks or breaks or, or pierce marks seem to heal because of this, but, it is still bathing itself in your blood. So, Ullman, that was your turn. Jill.
3: Okay, so we're gonna go over to Albus and we're gonna kneel down and uh... Just, with the hand, with the spiral of uh, the... Oh, what's his face? What's his nickname? I forget?
0: Uh, arisden the Chained Oblivion?
3: Uh, the Chained Oblivion. And I was just like, mm, ah, t- fuck, Chain Daddy, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Daddies.
0: Look, if you want to have it be named, if you want to call him Chain Daddy, I doubt that he will be like, no, that's not my name. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> oh, I feel weird now. We are at that, that stage in our relationship.
3: Okay, uh, and... Yeah, with with the hand of the chain daddy just gonna do a real quick chest compression on you as I pump in a I'll give you level two cure wounds. No way. No, you're down. I can I can do better than that. I can do better than that. I'll I'll give you a level three. That'll be nice. Okay. Um d eight. Okay. So that's going to be 20 points of healing to you, sir. And... (coughs) Why does it take religion? (laughs) Uh, And that's an action, so uh, that's going to be it for me.
0: (laughs) Okay. At the end of your turn, it is going to use its Blood Reaper ability again. So, everybody will once again take five points of necrotic damage. Okay, next up, Hish.
1: I would love to, uh, stab. I would love to do a big scimitar flame stab. Okay. Right in this vampire's back. Right in his butt. Right in his butt, please. That's a 13 plus 8.
0: That'll totally hit. Roll for damage.
1: Yay! So I need this one. That's a 4 plus 7. 11. So that's 11 slashing damage. And then... Ah! 10 fire damage.
0: Okay. All right. Attack number 2.
1: Ah, I always forget... Slash again, 11 plus 8. Yeah, that'll hit. Another 11 uh, slashing damage. And 9 flame damage.
0: Okay. This creature looks like it is barely able to hold itself together at this point, but it is once again going to use its third legendary action, to use the blood reaper ability and take another 5 from all of you.
4: Does this count for procking reaction spells?
0: It does not because it On is damage? not an attack. Okay. Or which which spell? The hellish rebuke?
4: Yeah, cuz it's in response to being damaged by the creature, not
0: Yeah, you would be able to proc that attacked. then. Yes. Okay.
4: Yeah, I want to like I'm right next to it. So as this like darkness washes over me again, Ham yells out, that's not fair. And just punches it with a flaming fist. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah, that's an 18.
4: Uh, he takes half then. Uh, so,
0: 18, so 9 damage halved. Okay. Or, uh, 9 is halved, right? So, Ham, out of all of your companions, Ham is the one who gets the final strike on this, as you see Olman's body cock back and go for the falcon punch, but you see that the arm around the forearm just grows and extends outward to be a large sized hand to punch this large sized creature right in the face, similar to a take on somebody your own size sort of standing. And as the fist makes connection, you see that the googly eyes rattle for just a brief moment before the head of this statue just explodes in a shower of jade as this body then falls and topples over down off to the side, no longer moving. Ullman, there is this jade powder that has currently begun to fill the air. And a lot of you just see Ullman once again (sighs) just breathe in deep of these jade magical fumes that then enter in through his nostrils and along uh, and along and just wreath along his shoulders and biceps as this green stone just seems to seep into him and then kind of shakes out a little bit feeling good you guys are no longer in combat having destroyed this statue
4: this I'm... place is not friendly at all i don't like it
3: jill's going to look over at his and is going to be like are are you done with the mug
1: what are you going to do with it
3: she just takes out her healing potion!
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, <yeah, so> and he hands <laughs> it over.
3: This is gonna chug one of these bad boys in my num- no- in Hish's number one dad mug!
2: Obviously he's also gonna pop a healing potion.
1: Uh, what, what, um, I assume all the, the gold is like, what, what's happened to all the gold and jewels and gems after this vampire? gets huffed
0: as you after this vampire is huffed as you are going around checking in all these gems and jewels and everything else it is all wood that has been painted and covered make an investigation check okay or perception sorry uh
1: seven plus six
0: okay thirteen yeah, you don't end up finding anything else. It just all seems to kind of be mundane F- falsehoods.
1: Yeah, Hish dejectedly kicks some of it and dumps the rest out of his uh, bag.
0: There's several handfuls that you would kind of slunk into the Hort's person bag. You're like... Uh, headquarters probably wouldn't like having to count out fake gold okay we're gonna put this back sounds good so uh jill and olman as you guys are just kind of taking a breather drinking your health potions one out of uh out of hish's number one dad mug and then olman you you would just kind of regain some hp after having huffed the jade statue so that sounds like a euphemism uh the both of you can see up against this wall that to the north uh to the northmost corner on the left hand side that there is a door that is set against the wall but the two of you are able to spot that the stones in front of you don't necessarily line up they seem to kind of be set just slightly off almost in the way that you would normally lay bricks, but it seems a little bit too uniform on this area. And both of you actually spot uh, that there is a hidden passageway uh, that actually seems to be behind this wall. And as you push against it very quickly, you hear a satisfying as the door swings open towards you, revealing a very dingy hallway that then extends down into a door directly in front of you and a door on the right.
3: Well, I know which direction Albus is going to want to go.
4: (laughs) How much further are we willing to press into here?
1: I thought we found... The goal. Do we have to go any further?
2: We found wood.
3: I mean, you're not wrong. Well, what are we thinking?
4: I just don't want anyone hurt again, and we're looking a little rough.
2: I would very much like to press on.
3: You have a look on your face, Hish, like you're going to say something.
1: It's better that I don't say anything.
3: Very well. Um, Do you want to... Take a breather, or trying to...
4: If we're going to press on, it would be more comfortable if we at least took a breather.
3: Very well. I will uh, do a little sit.
4: (laughs) I still feel, I don't know, cursed?
0: (laughs) And the curse lasts for ten minutes.
1: I don't think that cursed feeling is gonna go away if we keep (laughs) pressing forward.
3: Let's just do more than a 10-minute sit.
0: Okay, so as the warlock has convinced everyone, once again as they should, to take the short rest, uh, you are able to spend hit die, uh, omen and ham, you get all of your spell slots back because warlock powers. (laughs) and uh after your after your brief little sit down taking sippies out of the number 1 dad mug what are your guys what is your guys's current plan as you see that you have unlocked this secret door that looks like it has two doors down the way or there is another door farther up the wall
4: obviously down the secret passage at least secret.
3: Secret doors it's
4: secret, so it's got to be more valuable. Yep. It's only logical.
3: Yes, but which door within the secret passage?
4: The right door, I suppose.
3: He's making another right turn.
4: Are we watching NASCAR? What <laughs> turns?
3: NASCAR in reverse.
0: <laughs> it's mirror mode, clearly. <laughs>
2: It's, uh, it's NASCAR, but with the uh, emoji B on the beginning. <laughs> it's <been> NASCAR. NASCAR.
5: <laughs> All right, let's, let's okay. go.
0: <laughs> so you guys end up going into uh, this hallway after you open up this door, and you see at the end of this hallway is a pathway that leads to your left, and then what looks to be a door directly in front of you. Okay, so as you go forward, uh, as you get close to this door, Hish, what was your passive perception? Was it 15 or 16? 16. Okay, so once again, Albus is the only one who does not see uh, this, as the three of you would feel like, very clearly laid out trap TM. You see that there (laughs) is a connector to the top of this door that leads up to a set of dangerous looking locks above and Ullman, you have Albus reach out with the tent uh, reach out with a tentacle and knock against the door and you hear that it doesn't actually reverberate there's no sound that carries into what would appear to be a next room this seems like it is a false door specifically meant to trigger a trap above
4: uh-uh. Can't fool
0: us.
3: Let's try the other door.
4: <laughs> What's behind door number two? Okay,
0: so there is the hallway that extends down to the left, and then there is the door in the hallway that you guys had ditched. Are you going back to the hallway that you had ditched or are you going down the hallway? Yeah, so if we double back, that
2: uh that passageway would have been a right-hand turn. So we're gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your
1: right turns are what got us cursed out. <laughs>
4: In all my years of d and I have always gone left, and now we're only going right, and it's killing me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so as you double back and enter in to as you, like, check the door for traps and look around and everything else has been clearly laid out in some sort of trap-like fashion. But it does not seem like this door is trapped in any means. And as you fiddle with the lock and open and open it, uh, it actually is a open inward whereas most of these doors have kind of been a pull out. You see that this room <coughs> sorry. You see that this room is a large square whose ceiling is held up by two massive gray granite pillars. The walls, floors, and ceiling are made of shiny black iron, and several bags, chests, and urns lie scattered around. You notice a shimmer in the air, like heat rising from a fire. Suddenly, the shimmering passes between you and one of the pillars, and you see that there are two humanoids made of the same iron, as the walls that begin to just Terminator 2 almost like the Capri Sun liquid form begin to manifest into human-like forms strutting out into the room I would like for everybody to roll
4: initiative do you think if we close the door they'll ignore us
3: (laughs) what what direction turn did we make there
0: it was a right turn (laughs)
3: Okay.
1: (laughs) That's a 14 for Hish. Jill? 13 for your
3: girl.
0: Albus? 12. 12. Oh, shit, really? Ullman, what'd you get? 28. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Why couldn't you have just lied?
3: God damn it, the curve breaker!
0: (laughs) Okay, so. Let me get that. Alright, so... There are these two figures that have emerged from the walls. And they are medium-sized, and you can see that they are just humanoid forms that seem to be made almost completely of iron. They rolled so poorly, so once again it is going to be you guys acting in a chunk, and then them acting as a chunk. okay so that is good for me so olman what would you like to do uh
4: i've got this new turn one tactic i'd like to try out it's called not rushing in and instead obviating my opponent and then maybe shooting at them from a distance
0: can't you only obviate once per day oh you're right yeah
4: day or long rest you're totally right cool okay so instead i'll curse the golem on the left giving it big friendly googly eyes okay i can't imagine anything but the minecraft golems so you know that's what's in my head right <laughs>
0: it's better than the lord of the ring golem being your opponent
4: that's true and uh i roll to blast okay
0: and you can see that on these forms their right hand is a long sharp blade and their left hand looks like a large hammer
4: okay uh can spells script.
0: yes they can if you make an cool. attack with them
4: yeah so that's gonna be a 27 net 20.
0: okay blah 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 blah
4: So as Omen like plants his feet, this time like the the bolt begins to charge at his hand, and as it releases, Ham yells out, "Extra power!" and another two small shots shoot out behind it, and both slam into it for fifteen damage.
0: Holy snap! Okay, sounds good. I dig. So that is it for Ullman's turn. Next up is Hish.
1: You know what Hish is going to do. He's, he's going he's gonna to stab. There's two of them, right?
0: Yeah, there are two. One has been injured by Ullman. The other is uninjured.
1: I'm going to take the uninjured one. Um, and scimitar it. Uh, that is a seven plus eight
0: so a 15 does not hit
1: no one more time Okay. no that's a three (laughs) sounds good
0: (laughs) do you have a bonus action you would like to do
3: um i do not
0: okay sounds good so jill it is your go
3: question can i get both of these in a little 10 foot Rady Sphere without hitting my friend Hish. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, Once again, Hammer on the Shield, I would like to cast Shatter, and I think because these dudes are made of metal, they get disadvantage on the saving throw.
5: Okay.
0: Well, amongst the four dice that I rolled, all for the disadvantage with the two of them, the highest that I got was a five, so I'm pretty sure they both fail
3: yeah no that's gonna that's gonna be a fail my friend Mm. um dice 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 Dice, 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 dice,
0: dice. Dice, dice,
3: dice, 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 dice. okay um god i have so many i can't (laughs) my brain just panics i'm like oh hit hit um oh shit where is my other d8 okay there it is (laughs) uh ooh, 15 points of thunder
0: damage Ooh, okay sounds good
5: that's it for me
0: yes okay so next up albus is one of them looking worse for wear yes
2: i would like to get up to 60 feet away from it
0: easy and at the door it. you are 30 Okay, cool. I need it to make a con save. Okay, that is going to be a 23. That's my turn. Sounds good. So, next up are the two creatures. So, Hish, you have rushed up, and you are currently trying to swing at them with your with your flamey weapon, while uh, Jill and Ullman, you guys, are in the back, Uh, Just kind of hanging out as your fighter is trying to tank both of these. So, one of them uh, is going to bring its arms up to the sides and tilt them. And then you see them. their body begins to spin, but the arms, while kind of staying in this steady metallic shape are just twisting along the outside of the body, and it is going to use its Whirl ability in an attempt to hit you, so I need you to make a dex save.
1: Right. That is a 19 minus 1, 18.
0: Okay, so you end up succeeding, so you're only going to be taking half of this. And that is half of 22. So you take 11. All right. (laughs) And that is bludgeoning damage.
1: Thank goodness, because that would have just leveled me.
0: (laughs) Which brings me to the second one. Oh, cool. (laughs) Who has a sword hand and a hammer hand. And with the sword, it rears back and is going to try and stab you through uh, through your gut. All right. That is a natural 20.
3: Ooh, fun.
0: Okay, so what is your current hit points?
3: 10. Okay. Wah, wah, wah,
5: wah.
0: (laughs) So that is going to be a total of 16 points of slashing damage.
1: Oh, Hish goes down.
0: I would like to point out that as a half-orc, you have your, re- your relentless oh, Endurance. Instead yes, of going they, down, yeah. you can just choose to go to one.
1: Then I'm going to choose to do that.
0: Okay. It is going to make a second attack against you with its hammer.
5: Okay. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have done it.
0: <laughs> you can blame Mercer for this one, because that is another natural 20.
3: No, uh-uh, not allowed. <laughs>
0: what happens when the DM double womps?
3: I'm gonna eat that dice.
0: <laughs> no, going to, That's what happens.
1: You have to mail it to Kyla so she can eat it.
0: Oh my god. Okay. So that is a total of 20 points of bludgeoning dice as it rears back with its uh rears back with its blade arm. It then cocks up with the hammer and just strikes you. <laughs> ...dropping you down onto the ground.
1: Oh. Is the mug okay?
0: Make a dexterity save.
5: Oh, no. That's a five.
0: So, Hish, as you hit the ground... ...and your vision goes... ...to darkness, the last thing that you see... ...is the mug that says, Number One Dad hit at just the right angle that a small fracture appears halfway and it just splits in half and rests on the ground as your vision goes black (laughs) so next up Ullman you have just seen Hish get tag-teamed by these two living iron statues and the surefire shattering of the number one dad mug
4: that's worse than losing a limb (sighs) i gotta go i gotta go beat this boy up on the the left here i guess or, I the, or the one who i'm mur- cursed
0: removing limbs look i'm not i'm just saying he has a large bladed arm i'm sure we could make this happen if you were really wanting it to i'm
4: gonna green flame blade the one who i've cursed
0: green play
4: okay Is a 19 hit?
0: A 19 totally hits. Roll for damage.
4: Do I have a sneak attack?
0: Uh... Yes. Because you... are Technically, Hish is... Yeah, technically you're by yourself at this point. Hish is no longer threatening.
4: So... 17 damage, and then 5 fire damage to the other dude. Okay who I think needs to make a deck save.
0: That is a 14. Do they have to make a deck save? I don't believe so. I think they just take it.
4: Yeah, it just leaps. Yeah, no, I thought there was a deck save or be set on fire or something.
0: Nope, not with green flame blade. Okay, so that is Olmenstern. Did you have a bonus action you would like to do?
4: Uh, no. Oh, I think green flame takes my bonus.
0: Green flame is a standard action, as that counts as your attack action. Oh, wait,
4: okay. No, no. Negatory. Go on.
0: <laughs> okay, sounds good. So, next up, Hish, I need you to make a death save for me.
1: Right, I can do that. That's an 18.
0: That's good. That's a success. Okay. i going
1: to come back to
3: avenge. <laughs> to, avenge
0: <laughs> to avenge the, avenge the mug. mug. <laughs> All right, Jill.
3: All right, you know what time it is. It's cleric time, baby. We're going to go down there. We're going to slap a level... You know what? You're worth it. You're worth the level two. You're worth the level two cure wounds. We're gonna slap that into you, dad. Oh wait. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the right dice. Here you go. That's 15 points of healing to you. And then I will just pick up the mug halves really quickly.
0: Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. So, Hish, you are alive once again. And you look up and you see that the two of you are standing between these two large living iron statues. It's a good sight. Next up, Albus. Is your goat. How are
2: you looking, Hish?
1: not great but not terrible but not great. <laughs>
2: uh how about if you were looking nine points better?
1: I would love to look nine points better.
2: Uh bonus action healing work at second level. Thank you. That, that's what happened. Um cool, cool cool. I have one spell thought left. <laughs> Uh, and I would very much like this uh, statue to make another constitution saving throw.
0: Okay. Sounds good. That is a nine. I didn't think it would happen either, but here we are. Eight points of cold damage. Ooh, and was this the more injured or less injured one? The more injured one. Okay. And...
2: It has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes. Mm-hmm. I like it. And it's cursed by the sea although that's not going to make a fucking difference.
0: <laughs> okay. So, speaking of making differences, it is that creature's turn. uh it sees Jill as crouched down to do a heckin cure wounds and it doesn't like the smug attitude of your documancer. So it actually raises up its hammer arm and is going to try and strike down against you, Jill, for a 15. And no, sir. So it's gonna try and stab you instead. Okay. And that is also a 15. And no. no, 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 okay. So, then it is the other one who also sees that you are kind of crouching over uh, this figure that's more prostrated out on the floor. Uh, And it is going to try and hammer against you with a 19. And deal a total of 7 points of bludgeoning damage. And then it is going to try... And stab you, and it gets a twenty-five to hit, and that is a total of thirteen points of slashing damage. Who is he hitting? He is hitting Jill.
3: Okay. Oh wait, shit! I wasn't paying attention. I thought it was Hish. Okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> how, how many was it? Was <laughs>
0: seven. Seven the seven. first time with bludgeoning. Okay. Uh oh. Yeah. Higher than the
3: 18 for both.
0: Yes, and then it was a 13. Is
3: 13 the yes. second time? Woo, we we still up barely. <laughs>
0: and Jill, you are currently knocked prone after the hammer strike. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up, Ullman. As you just see that your cleric and fighter are currently just hammer, sword, hammer sword uh there's something very rhythmic about this
4: how does the the one I've been beaten up on look pretty hurt gonna keep beating up on him okay green flame blade does an 18 hit an 18 an does hit yeah so does an 19 cool. roll for damage great That's 19 damage to him, and 3 flame damage to the other one.
0: Okay. Sounds good. So the one that you have been stabbing on, looking mighty rough compared to his friend. So, next up is going to be Hish. Hish, you have been brought back up, and you saw that Jill, after curing you and hearing Albus's uh, Nyhoi Mahoys to kind of make you feel a little bit better. You saw Jill just get swatted with the hammer and then stabbed with a sword.
1: Yeah, Hish is going to...
0: um... With your 16 perception, you would notice that your mug is not on the ground.
1: (sighs) I'm gonna ignore that mug right now because I'm gonna slash out with my scimitar at this dumb giant Iron Man, essentially. Oh my god! This is a five plus
0: eight. Thirteen. Thirteen will not hit. Make your second yeah. attack.
1: Okay, second attack. Fourteen.
0: A fourteen also does not hit. Not being able to know where your mug is is really throwing you for a loop right now. More so All than being right. stabbed. I would like and to action surge. Okay. <laughs>
1: That is a 19.
0: (laughs) 19 does hit. Roll for damage.
1: And I would like to make this a um, distracting strike. Okay. So whoever hits it next has advantage. Okay. Uh, That's 8 slashing damage plus... Eight fire damage. Okay. Plus an additional one, one more damage from the distracting strike. Sounds good.
0: Okay, so this is the end of your turn, unless you had any bonus action that you would like to do.
1: Actually, yes, <laughs> I would like to, uh, as a bonus action, use second wind. That
0: seemed pretty. That seems like a good option right now.
1: Yeah, it feels like a good option. So that's 5 plus 5, 10 HP regained.
0: Nice. Solid. So, Jill, it is your turn. This big fucko has just knocked you off to your side.
3: Positive words of affirmation. You are a strong, independent cleric, and you don't have to take anyone's shit. Um, I'm just gonna give myself a little healing word. Okay. (laughs) That's all I got right now. That's eight points of healing. Um, Okay, and I'm gonna use half my movement to get up. And as I get up, I would like to make a big old ring-a-ding-ding sound as I told the dead on the one that looks the most hurt. Okay. Please, please make a wisdom save.
0: That's a twelve.
3: Oh yay, that fails. Um, nice, nice, dice. Does it have any other? Oh yeah, it's missing. Oh wait, shit, it's missing hit points. So that's two d12. I never get to roll my d12s. Okay, that is fourteen points of necrotic damage. Okay.
0: This thing looks very injured based off of the necrotic damage. It is beginning, like, parts of it are just beginning to slump off, it seems like. So, Albus, it is your go. And you see that there is one of these creatures that looks like it is barely holding itself together. And then the one that you did your Curse of the Sea against, they've just seemed to be ignoring. They were focusing on one large iron figure at a time. I
2: hand off a potion, is that a free object interaction? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to zippy across over to Jill and hand you a potion of healing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what I would like to do is get the statue to make a
0: strength save. Okay. So, yeah! That's a 19. Fuck. Okay. That's it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so... Now that you are all very close to these large creatures, uh, Omen, the one that you have been stabbing has had enough of the stabs that you have been giving it, and it is going to whip around with the hammer and try and strike against you. Yeah! So that is a 14 to hit. I smack it
4: away with my shield.
0: Okay, sounds it good. me so then it is going to uh as you smack it away with its shield and you see its arm go back it is going to raise up its arm as a blade and then bring it back down towards you in a cross slash for a total of 22 to hit
4: yeah and that dice is gone forever so, i'm gonna smite him
0: uh you mean rebuke oh yeah 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 okay rebuke. you're going to be taking five points of slashing damage
4: cool he's gonna take well he's gonna make a deck save and then i can tell you that is a 19 okay so nine so four okay round up or down
0: it's uh round down because it's most often in favor of the players
4: oh sorry hold on uh that's actually plus three so rounded down to four
0: okay sounds good it is still up it looks like it is barely able to hold on but it has stabbed you nonetheless uh and then this one that is looking mostly fine uh is going to bring up its hammer arm uh and then It is actually going to target each of you as you are all within 10 feet of it. As its arms begin to whip around in a whirling-like fashion, I need everybody to make a dexterity save.
4: Uh, Does that include me? I thought it was on the opposite side of the... It is within 10 feet,
0: so it actually has a little bit of reach.
3: 13. 17.
0: 10. And then, Ullman? 26. Okay, so, three of you are going to be taking 8 points. Albus, you are going to be taking 16. Or, sorry, because it is... uh, It's a total of 20 points. Sorry, so everybody who succeeded takes 10. Albus, you take 20. Okay. Ouch. Okay, and then that is
4: it for its turn. Next up, Olmen. Uh, I'm gonna keep trying to finish off this other dude. Okay. With my green flame blade. Green this, flame. Omen has just been wreathed in like green flame for thirty seconds now, I guess roughly. I don't think a
0: 12 is going to hit, though. No. No, it does not.
4: Unfortunate.
0: Okay. So, then, next up, Hish.
1: I would like to do what I always like to do. Are Do we still have two? Um...
0: There are still two boys. One looks very, very injured, and the other looks mostly fine.
1: Um, am I closer to the mostly fine one?
0: Uh, you are equidistant between the two.
1: Okay, I'll try to hit the mostly fine one. Okay! Um... There's a 13 plus 8.
0: That'll totally hit. Roll for damage.
1: Yay! Why do I put these away every time? The 4... 11? Yeah, 11. Okay! A uh, slashing, and then five fire damage.
0: Sounds good.
1: And I'm gonna go in for that second attack. That is a nineteen. Totally hits. Ten slashing damage, and uh, eleven fire damage. Okay.
0: Sounds good. It is still up, but it is looking about half as well as it did before. Hish, you hit like a goddamn truck. Uh, <laughs> it's it's insane. Yeah, no, he is looking very injured. Jill, it is your go.
3: Um, I would like to use my action to disengage. Um, And as I kind of step back and create some distance between the uh, hitty slashy boys and myself... Um, I would like to give a word of healing to Albus. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, you can also have some of those nice positive mantras. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. That's going to be eight for you, friend. And I will just be clutching the potion.
0: (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. So next up, Albus.
2: Okay, so we have two herdy stabby boys. Yes. Child's a looking. Jill. Sir. Take five points of healing.
3: <laughs> Blast we're just healing each other back.
0: Hey, good job, buddy! And, like, you're both just congratulating. Well, you you get
2: the last of the, uh, the, the Vaseline on you.
4: Mmm, chapstick. No gods with you. Oh, and also with you! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: which creature is close to us?
0: Uh, close to you is the both as you had rushed up and Jill when she initially had snuck in was actually right between the two of them so previously when you had ran up to hand Jill the potion you placed yourself precariously between two
2: okay I'm gonna attack the one that's not quite as hurt with my rapier and miss
0: okay sounds good so it is up to the to the slammy stabby boys turn uh One of them is going to raise up its hammer hand and try and strike out against you, Hish. And it gets a 23 to hit and deals a total of 9 points of bludgeoning damage, and you are knocked prone. It then rears up with its sword hand and then tries to stab down towards you. And that is... You can blame Marisha Ray for that one because that is another natural twenty off of these. No, dies. no. You do I'm... not take our queen's name like this.
3: Get, this give it to Kiki. You don't deserve it. I'm gonna eat it. He
0: <laughs> would never oh hurt total. us. <laughs> okay, so that is a total of eleven points of slashing damage on this crit.
1: Uh, we're we're good. We're still Dad? good.
0: That's still
5: okay.
1: It is
0: now the other hammery slashy boy and it is going to use its whirl ability, targeting Albus, Hish, and Ullman. So the three of you need to make dex saves. 21. 13. 16. Okay, so, you all succeed. So you are going to be taking half of 27.
1: <laughs> Hish is down again.
0: Obviously so is down again. Yep, no. that is a total of 13. Ullman, you still looking fine? I'm at 7 HP. Okay. Oh my
3: god. That is
0: it for the Mechanical f- Companions turns. Next up, Hish, I need you to make a death save
3: make
1: that death save make that save
5: that's a five <laughs>
0: okay that is a failed save or yep. no sorry uh omen it is your go hish if you do not get assistance that will be your death save during that turn
4: uh next time they're doing damage can you note know which one is which so i can know when i want to rebuke sure thank you uh for now stab that boy okay green flame blade 16 a 16 just hits that's 20 damage can he please be dead Please. special gift to me
0: well he Perhaps. only had 5 left So, Ullman, what does it look like when you stab this living iron statue? With your green flame! And then the other dude
4: takes five, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, sounds good. I actually didn't say that, but you called the right number. I mean, you've
0: used it several times before. Like you said, you've been on green fire for the last, like, half
4: minute. But it's a d8 damage, so I rolled five. So you just guessed the Uh, right number. Well, the
0: jumping one is a static.
4: No, the jumping one goes up in damage. My current one doesn't actually do any damage still to the main enemy and it does a D8 to the one it jumps to. And then next level, I'll start doing a D8 to my current enemy and like 2D8 to the one it jumps to. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Strange, <laughs> yeah. but sure.
0: That's weird that I guess the number then. Yeah, so anyways.
4: Uh, does it have any joints? yes it is a construct can i just like pop its head out of socket like wrench through its neck joint i will say yes because that's cool as fuck
0: great and this the one that you have killed was also the one that you had hexed previously so, as the head pops off, there is this splorty noise as it looks like liquid metal is trying to refill in that section, and as it does, you just see that it is beginning to billow and pop from the internalized heat of the green flame blade, and as that, as those metallic fumes end up coming out into the air, you just see that ham very quickly just... Sniffs them all up, preventing you guys from breathing in any kind of metal poisoning or metal fumes, and instead heals Ham uh, based off of your Hexblade's curse. So one of these bros is down, Jill. You have seen that in one fell whirl, both Hish and Albus have dropped.
3: Oh, buddy. It's cleric time. So, (laughs) we're gonna come back, medic it up. So, uh, Jill's gonna run back, it's gonna sigh, grit her teeth, run back forward, and as she does so, be like, Hiss, you are a number one dad! Get up! (laughs) Give you a healing word! Uh, that's just going to be... Um, six points of healing to you. And slide over towards Albus, uncork the potion, and just shove it down his gullet. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, I got to roll for that.
2: Do you want to roll, or do you want me to?
3: Um, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Okay, great. It's five plus two, seven. All right, that's uh, that's it for me. <laughs>
0: okay. Next up, Albus. Where's where the big boy? <laughs> there is one big boy who looks like he is towering over you. How, how bad's he looking? From how he was at the very beginning of this fight, very injured. I'm, I'm going to try to stab him. Okay.
2: 21. 21 hits. I'd like to use my last Bardic inspiration. Nice. Uh D eight, and I think that's two D six. Give me one second, guys. I don't know my own abilities. <laughs> okay, so uh he's going to gently poke the iron boy with his rapier, which is going to deal a whole three points of damage. But as it makes contact, uh, <laughs> oh, this creature is con construct, so he probably wouldn't see anything, but everybody else will see like just like three little glowy pinpricks of light as uh, ooh, this boy gets stabbed with a whole bunch of tentacles and uh, takes 11 points of psychic damage.
0: Okay. And these tentacles pierce through this creature and it looks like it holds itself up for a brief moment and then as the tentacles recede you watch as that metal just kind of fills back but it's trying it's trying to but doesn't seem to actively be able to go as quickly as you would assume a living cr- a creature made out of this living metal would be able to do. Uh Next up is the creature's turn, and it is going to turn towards Ullman with its large hammer and try and strike down. Ullman. that is an 18 to hit. I'm going to cast Shield. Okay. And say no. Okay. And then it is going to, uh, as it continues to spin, try and slice into Hish with its large blade arm. That is a natural one. So that went about as well as I thought that it would internally. Omen,
4: what would you like to do? Uh I think I'm just going to continue my my path of cutting. My my allies are still in danger and this creature is still up, so I can't stop. Is what I would say if I hit, but I only got a 9
0: okay so you only got your nine so that is not a hit uh do you have a bonus action that you would like to do i can't bonus action taunt so no i mean you can talk shit to it all you want is a free action but if that is it for your turn it is up to our number one dad
1: Uh yeah, number one dad's gonna gonna slice back at this big boy. It's a natural one <laughs> I like to think that their blades go over each other without oh yeah hitting each other. <sighs> but as dads always say, try try again. As a 16 plus 8.
0: Oh yeah, that'll hit.
1: Sweet. 12. <laughs> Slashing damage. Sorry, a little slow today. And 7 uh, flame damage.
0: Hish, how do you take down this last living statue?
1: Oh my god, that's a good question. Um... Yeah, I think Hish is just sick of its shit. And as he misses on the first swing, um, he steps closer on the second swing. Um, and taking inspiration from Ullman, he's going to um, stab his sword into like the crevice of that neck joint and is going to pop that head off.
0: Okay. So as the head gets popped off, the body kind of recoils a little bit, and then staggers back downwards and falls directly onto the floor with a very loud, cacophonous noise that seems to echo through the hallways. And you guys are left in a moment of calm. The room is still very warm. It would feel like, but nothing is directly trying to fucking kill you at this point which is a plus and as you are kind of taking these deep breaths and taking stock and seeing what everyone's situation is everyone except albus hears a sound and it is off kilter it is it sounds like five very quick successive, and then a dragging noise, and then as a drag again. And as you look to see where the sound is coming from, Albus, you kind of turn following your friends' looks as well, and you see that there is a shape in the doorway. And as it enters into the light of this room, you can see a almost large-sized creature that is a pearlescent white, if that pearl had gotten dingy and aged with time. You see that there is a large almost crustacean-like claw that seems to have a kind of limp uh, pincer bit on its left hand uh, on its right hand side where you would see a normally larger uh, crustacean claw and the other seems to still be functioning and as as it continues onward into this chamber you see that one of its legs is actually just kind of dragging behind it, no longer able to kind of carry it with its weight. And there is a voice that comes through it. And to the three of you that noticed this initially, you just hear, (laughs) Albus, you hear, the master has returned. And that is where we are going to call it for tonight's game. So, I would like to say thank you so much to these excellent players for putting up with my bullshit, bullshit for yet another week. Thank you to this excellent audience for sticking with us all the way till the end. Dingo, where can we find you? What do you do?
1: That's a good question. You can find me on Twitter, at Words by Dingus, uh, where I primarily just retweet all the things that I do. Um, Let's see, this week, what do I have going on? I don't think actually I have anything going on until next week. Uh, Tuesday, I will be on Off the Table playing uh, Alas for the Awful Sea with Kylan. And, oh shoot, I think that's all I have going on right now. Um, Off the Table does have reruns of our um, Burning Wheel campaign playing right now. We're going to be coming back for its final season um, on the 25th.
0: Okay, sounds good. Next up, Reeves, where can we find you? What do you do?
4: Oh, hi. You can find me emotionally shattered in my bed after this stream. (gasps) Or also on Sundays, playing through some Divinity with my friends. Uh, That's 10 to 1. We are playing on tactician mode. And it's really just pay attention to what fights you're doing and do them in order instead of random order. Because if you do a fight that's a level over your level, you're going to die. So that's fun. Now, Wednesdays, I do my Neil and Haystack show, where I'm trying to play through all the games I own. Uh, three games a, at a time, all chosen for me by a co-ho- uh, random rotating co-host, uh, who next week I'll actually have our very own RJ. And then Thursdays, you can find me here on this wonderful show.
0: Hey, excellent. And Cyber, where can we find you? What do you do?
2: Hi, hey, I'm Cyber. You can find me at CyberWolf1201 on Twitter, where I ship posts. Uh, I was trying to come up with the post that I, that I tweeted recently, but it's not coming to me. I did a whole bunch of questions about Albus, so if you want to know what's in that weird fucker's mind, uh, go ahead and read that. Uh, but I also tweet about whenever I go live on my own channel, twitch.tv slash cyberwolf1201, where I play video games badly. But talk about the lore. It's, it's fun. Uh, this Saturday, we are going to be starting The Wolf Among Us, and I'm excited about it. So, you know, awoos ah, in the motherfucking chat. Uh, all the archives of that go to a YouTube, that, which has a legible URL now, uh, youtube.com slash cyberwolf where you can find all those archives, as well as a podcast that Kyle with an do called Let's Talk About It, where we get drunk, do parkour, and talk about RPG stuff. Our last episode was the Gen Con impressions episode featuring our own indoor adventures. So, yeah, go listen to that. It's a good time. Another one coming up soon, and uh, you can also find stuff like D uh, Beyond homebrew tutorials, and you know, hopefully, hopefully other stuff coming at you real soon. But for RPG stuff, you can find me here on Indoor Adventures on Thursdays. Which hey, you found us. You can also find me on Mondays where I play Arjan, the Black Dragonborn Blood Hunter. denaykeener.com
0: god damn it okay kylan where can we find you what do you do
3: hi everyone you can find me clinging to life over on kyle with an N on twitch and twitter um you won't see me on twitch this week uh because i got some real world responsibilities to take care of but next week at some time at some day you can catch me playing phoenix fright ace attorney um, Twitter is where you can see when I'm going live and doing other things. Um, I get the real easy job. Everyone promotes my stuff for me. I'll ask for the awful sea. Catch me there. You can catch me here on Thursday. Listen to the podcast. Let's talk about it. YouTube, Anchor.fm, and wherever else. Podcasts are available for earhole consumption. Thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you. And if you have made it this far, you probably already know who I am, but if you don't, hey fella, how's it going? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and I am currently working on figuring out when my fourth day will be yet again i have a gundam model that is half built that i want to build on stream but it is more a manner of uh, i have new job and work responsibilities so i'm figuring out how best to still deliver that content to you guys we have a Patreon set up. So if you already support the show by following us at youtube.com slash indoor adventures or checking out our audio casts anywhere audio casts can be found under the same moniker, our Patreon, patreon.com slash indoor adventures, has our after show called Nights in the Courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community at large. So if you have questions relating to tonight's episode or a previous night's episode, consider joining our Discord through Patreon or possibly the link found below this video you can come hang out with the cast ask us some questions and we will do our best to respond in a timely fashion so i would like to say once more thank you to these excellent players thank you to this wonderful uh group this audience that has come to join us that is the word i was looking for you're all great and we will see you guys next time all right everybody bye